0: It is Friday, February 23rd of 2018, which is always amazing to me, whatever date it is. Like, how did it get to be then? It's this combination of gray and ice and warming up outside. So that's kind of interesting how how weather, no climate change, affects our life. (laughs) (laughs) And today is a recording, as I call, of the goodness edition of Talk With Me
1: with Jenny Washburn. Yay! Yay.
0: <laughs> Here we get to talk about things that are good things for us and you, and we'll share some laughter. We'll probably say some odd things, because I think we always do. Um, and the idea being that we all need to do good things for ourselves. And for me, part of that good stuff relates to art. That that really is an important thing to me, the participation and and art in different ways, and I say participation because it might be going out, it might be sharing some things. I do, in, in recent, especially the past year, I've done a lot of using um, poetry and the books by Diane Silver on Hope, <gasps> and Annette Billings' book, Cants for a Daughter, some writing exercises from Iris Craver and my friend Rob Plath in New York, sharing those with people who have stuff that's kind of stuck in them and they're not quite sure how to help it yeah. work through them. keep going. You know, yeah, Sometimes it's because they need some encouragement to believe they can, lots of different things. But as I say about the show, it is the intersection of art and mental health. Sometimes it's more on the mental health side. Sometimes it's more on the art side. And for me, I, I walk that neighborhood all the time. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Creativity. Yes. And it can take so many different um, ways. Yeah. You know, it doesn't um, it doesn't have to be your typical painting, writing, right. you know, things like that. Right. But Iris, is, she gives, uh, when she does her writing workshop, uh-huh. I d- attended one one time, and she uh, gives what do they call it when you the prompts prompts prompts. and I love that that it just is really helpful because people get stuck in journaling that they can't oh they can't do it Mm -hmm. there and it's if you have a prompt and you just start thinking about that word or phrase yeah you can write all you know quite a bit yeah and just free Form writing, yeah, I love that idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the and the um, the prompts, uh, the one she does that I really like is she has you write down thirty-one words, so you have a prompt every day of the month.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The most those months yeah. that have thirty-one. And
0: for people who are you know wondering like
1: who are they talking about,
0: what's it? Uh, I would just say because I've got the book sitting right here. The author is Iris Craver, who. Taught at Washburn University in Topeka for a long time, and is also a poet and writer. Um, and this book is called "Write," as in handwrite, whatever type, keyboard <laughs> mean, write. W R I T E <laughs> to the source: a journaling guide for recovery. And it's a great thing. It, it's it's a set of prompts, one for each year. Excuse me, each week of the year, and a specific writing prompt for each day of that week that could be tackled in any order that's you know yeah. so you, you could just thumb through the book and go oh this word okay I'm going to thumb through the word and I got to the word humor perfect oh, for me <laughs> perfect for today <laughs> yeah and so for the week of humor there are seven different things to get you writing something about humor and it's it's really nice it's really helpful you know i i think like i was talking to somebody yesterday who we were talking about what are some of the things when you just need to give yourself a break and especially with the weather yeah around here lately it's been so icy and when can you get out when can you not get out and for people who have lots of stairs and decks and things, that stuff is treacherous even more oh, than other places. Anyway, so we were talking about, you know, like what what are some things that just kind of you can immerse yourself in? Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, honestly, a lot of times it used to be that that I do enjoy coloring, you know. And she has different books, and and she would do that. But I just haven't been feeling it. It's just not doing it for her, yeah. you know. So it's like, okay, so what might else be good? And we were talking about writing, and I said. A different kind of prompt. I said, you know, when's the last time you actually wrote a letter or card to your grandmother who you love so much?
1: Yeah, and that
0: was like, that's all she needed. It's like, yeah, oh, suddenly it's like, yes, because I can kind of draw on it and I can write on it, yeah. and send it to her. That's a great idea. And, and then she thought of a couple other people that she wanted to write mm-hmm. to. So it's that creativity. thing.
1: Yeah. And, and getting some things yeah. out. And something well, and listen. plus communicating with someone. It, yeah. I have I have a couple of friends that every day write a thank you note to somebody. Somewhere isn't that lovely. Yeah. For a while, my friend Heather would write the thank you notes to politicians. Interesting. Yeah. Because you know, you gotta you wanna put the positive Uh out there and appreciate people for the good things that they do. So it it, I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, just public service. Well, thank you for public service. Yeah, we appreciate your time and effort that you take. We hope you make Good decision. <laughs> <laughs> so you can say that to any politician. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> Just say it. Yeah, it works.
0: I really appreciate that. You didn't vote on this hateful bill that you were gonna make for
1: There you go. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for not being in this yeah in the room today. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. And then uh, you mentioned Diane's book, too, because you can pick that up any day, even though it's, you know, one day, one day, two day, three. You can pick it up anywhere in the book, open it up, and it's perfectly appropriate. Yeah. It's just delightful. that that series,
0: I believe there are two out right now.
1: Yeah, she's yeah, working on her third, and
0: mine are on loan, so I can't pick it up. I can't. Yeah. Here's <laughs> exactly what's labeled. <laughs> I don't know, sorry, Diane, but you can find those
1: books. Yes, yeah. and they're both available online to purchase. Are they both you at can the get Raven? At the
0: Raven. If they don't at the Raven, copy, yeah, like they'll get them. Copy.
1: And and uh, they're way inexpensive. Yeah. They should charge more <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but. typically people don't price their books very they high. don't you know, they don't really well but ones. they want they want people to buy them yeah. and
0: to read them and, and use, them.
1: Them. Yeah, use
0: them yeah use them yeah very fun yeah and and as as i mentioned and that's but i don't know if you've seen it
1: i have not yeah that's yeah.
0: for a daughter by annette billings that's I, I still have to get her most recent book which i, I haven't yet i keep going into raven and i haven't gotten it in yet but um Descants is affirmations that Annette started this as notes to her daughter, and then realized that they were not just for her daughter, but that lots of yeah. people of whatever gender could benefit from these. And in fact, I, I mentioned to her recently, how I was sharing those with something I was doing with Dave Ranney, um with women who are incarcerated in Topeka and that I was using something from Descants for that with Annette's permission, you know, and then somebody else posted something and I, and I was reminded of Descants again and so I was sharing with this other writer, like, uh-huh. you know, sometimes we need encouragement yeah. to go to a book yeah. like that, and, and Annette commented that she realizes that not only was it for her daughter and others, but it's for her too. Oh, absolutely. That <laughs> so we all need those reminders it's lovely.
1: Oh, may I share the one I just opened up to? Yeah. When you regard pictures of the world's great wonders and happen to cross your photograph there, believe your eyes and bookmark the site. Yeah. I love that. Cool. That's very fun. Yeah. I'll have to get that next. (laughs) on On the list, on the list. Yeah. There's so many good things. I was
0: just thinking about a lot of these are very personal in terms of they really, here's another one that I'm sure that, that you will relate to. You're neither approaching the prime of your life, nor has it already passed. It enters and exits every breath, every day. It rests each sunset to return every dawn. True.
1: So we were all in the prime Yes, of yes, yeah. all the time. Cool. <laughs>
0: Fun. It's never too late. It's never too early. Yes. Yeah. Do that thing. Yeah, do that thing. Wow. Do that thing. So we're together a week later than usual because something came up last week that I needed to to do, which was really important, um, with the NAMI um, group. So I was glad I could could make that change. Yeah, you had had something. You said that there had been things going on that, that would be good <laughs> to talk about. It. I don't know what those are, so I've been wondering. <laughs> what would you like to share with me and our listeners?
1: Well, I tell you, this last month has been just eye opening for me um, in my own in my own personal growth and um, and just kind of smacked me upside the head with all my. Resistances and um, uh, things that I love to put off for years and years and years. So I'm moving my studio. And
0: your stu- for people who don't know your studio, my or- studio
1: for my business, which is aesthetics. I do facials and skincare. And I I've known that I was going to be moving since November, and immediately contacted an old friend who had some offices in the back of his offices and we were both very excited that i would be moving in there and it would be like going home for me because i used to work in the front offices and so i knew everybody there it was very comfortable i loved the space and so i just didn't even look at anything and then uh and then he changed his mind And so I kind of hemmed and hawed and I started looking a little bit and I think maybe I spoke of um, in uh, a couple of months ago of all the losses, the deaths that I've experienced. And one of those deaths was a friend who had an office um, and it was available and so I looked at that office and I thought, well, you know, this might work. It might be a little small, but it might work. And I was kind of really trying to decide on that. I, you know, asked her what, what she would uh, to give me some sort of sign. That night, my friend called and said, no, we're back on. You can move back. You can move in. Oh, so I just discounted that office and I was going there. And then he changed his mind again. Oh no. <laughs> and it got down to the point where I was like I I may have to just move in for a few months cuz I may not have anywhere else to go. And um and then I remembered my friend's office. So I called. I called right away. He'd rented it 2 hours previously. So I lost out on that space. And I was really bummed about that. And when I was telling people about that, they said, well, it's just the universe telling you it's not the right place. I said, no, it's the universe telling me to listen to myself <laughs> and not <laughs> to pay attention closer. Uh-huh. And so I went through all of that. And then I really freaked out one day really freaked out. I was crying. I, and I, I don't cry anymore. Rarely. I mean, I cry over people that pass, but I don't get, I don't frustrate, cry, you know, that, that kind of thing. And I was driving around looking at places crying and somebody later said, Oh, that, that was a really good space to be looking for the right place to move. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. But, um, but I, What I realized at that moment in my um, just total frustration was that I had not asked for help. I was trying to do this all myself and I have a huge community of people that can help in lots of different ways. So I put it out there on a couple of private Facebook pages that I belong to and got all sorts of options. And in fact, the, the world just kind of opened up. There were all of a sudden four very good places that oh, wow. were potential. Uh-huh. So um, I did some energy work and kind of narrowed it down to a couple. Uh-huh. And then I was having lunch with a friend. This is a long story and I apologize, but there is point to all of it. Um, I was having lunch with a friend and she said, you need to go out to the soap shop in North Lawrence and meet Ludie. And I she said she wants to put a massage therapist and or an esthetician out there in her shop. And I think it would be a good mix for you. And I'm going, nah, I don't like soap. I don't like stinky soap. I would have made a really bad hippie. I don't like patchouli. I don't like sandalwood. Don't even make me smell an apple pie soap. And and I just don't think that's going to be it. At the exact same time, I'm having that conversation. My husband is at the restore talking to the girls because he loves those ladies down there. And he asked them, do you know anywhere that's available? My wife needs it. Place for her business. And he said, Oh, she needs to go out to the soap shop in North Lawrence <laughs> and meet Ludie. Uh, and so he immediately goes out there. Uh-huh. Well, Ludie does isn't there, but her daughter is. So he talks to her and he falls in love and he comes home and he's all excited. And I said, just forget it. I'm not going to move any place that has stinky soaps. I, my products don't have scent. And that's there's a reason uh-huh. for that. So we're out running here in the next he said, let's just go out there. You really need to meet Ludie. Well, number one, I guess I'd already met her. <laughs> I met her at a party a couple of months pre- previous. And uh, we, as we're in the parking lot, walking in the parking lot, I'm saying I'm literally walking up the the sidewalk with my arms crossed, (laughs) telling my husband who's ahead of me, you just need to cool your jets. This isn't going to work. I'm not going to like it. And I walk, I get to the sidewalk and I look down and it's this beautiful sandstone with river rock in between. I'm going, this looks like Carl Ramberg's work. And it was, and I'm like, this is really beautiful. I get up on the porch, a couple of chairs and tables I'm like, well, this is really cute, and I walk in the door, and it's like the clouds parted, angels sang, and I went, oh. <laughs> and Daniel said he walked in ahead of me on purpose so he could stand back and watch me walk in the door. Uh-huh. And he said, I, I really did. My face just kind of softened, and I went, oh. The soaps don't smell. <laughs> They are scented, but they're very subtly scented. They're Uh very beautiful. They're Uh beautifully packaged. So uh, in the... The little shop is decorated beautifully and Ludie comes out and it's like we are sisters. Wow! And we talked for two hours wow. and my husband, if anybody knows Daniel, couldn't get a word in edgewise, <laughs> which is amazing. So we talked for a couple of hours and decided it was intriguing. We like it.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And then I brought the massage therapist that I'm going to share the room with out the next day. We talked another hour and a half. And then I said, we have to cool our jets a little bit. We're all getting a little excited. And <laughs> we need to really think about this. And so we took the night and then we decided the next day, no, indeed, this would work for all three of us. Uh-huh. So the soap shop is um, called... Evening shade. Evening shade Farms Soap Shop. Uh-huh. Ludy is from Osceola, Missouri, and she inherited this farm and the business from her mom, who b- had been making soap for 40 years uh-huh. and selling them at, um, what do you call it, festivals and farmer's markets and stuff. Uh-huh. And it was truly farmer's market soaps. Uh-huh. Ludy three years ago, decided that wasn't going to cut it. She didn't want to do that the rest of her life and she wanted something to bigger. Uh-huh. And so she spent two years rebranding, reformulating, doing all this stuff to create this beautiful product. And it's just, she has soaps and she has a skincare line, an organic skincare line. Uh-huh. I've always wanted to carry an organic skincare line, uh-huh. but I don't, I never trusted them. Uh-huh. And they're, if you buy them from a, a large company, I don't, I don't trust them Uh and they're very expensive, Uh but I know what she puts in hers Uh and how it's made. And so, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful and it's simple. Uh So I, everybody, you know, angels were singing. We were all happy. This Uh was working and I'm going to move out there next week. Wow! So I'm in the process of purging. So listen to your voice. Ask for help. Uh And then get out of your own damn way. (laughs) Those are three really important lessons. Really important. Yes. Um, But then after this was all decided, right. And if anybody knows me, they know that I, I love to shop. It's like a hobby for me. And, um, my friend, in fact, asked me, Well, have you tried shopping? Because I was in such a dilemma. And I said, Yes. And all I'm doing is walking around this store going, I don't like any of this stuff. And so, to celebrate finding the place, I went out shopping. <laughs> and as I'm shopping, wait a minute, you're purging. <laughs> I know, I'm, I know. And yeah, I yeah, 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 know. Well, because when you create a void, it must be filled. <laughs> Another great lesson in life. <laughs> so I'm out shopping, and my arm, my right arm, had been it had kind of been hurting for the last couple of weeks, and it had just overuse, you know. And I'd injured it years ago, and it took a long time to get heal it up. And and uh, my one night, my neck hurt. I thought, like, well, that's really weird. I rarely get neck aches or anything. As I'm shopping, I'm throwing my head on a slick coat, and my Purse keeps falling off my shoulder, and I'm throwing it back over my shoulder with my right arm. And I did it one too many times, and I went, "Oh!" and ripped something. Ew. So <laughs> I start working on my arm. I again, fortunately, I have lots of people in my life that are healers and energy workers and body workers, and so I had an adjustment and I had a massage. Then I went to my physical therapist and um, then I went back to massage and um, had some energy work done. And during the energy work, she was asking me to visualize some stuff. And I'm not a great visualization person. I see color a lot, but I don't see pictures or things. But this time she asked me to see, to talk to my own true self and what did my own true self look like? And so I immediately had a vision and it was interesting because it was, uh, I had shown a tarot card to a friend the day before uh, because she's looking for a tarot card deck. And I thought this was an interesting image. So I showed it to her. And in that image, my memory of that image was, actually completely different than what it really is. But my own true self was this, my head was a glowing orb of yellow and gold and orange color. And then my body was kind of pear shaped with a spiral in my third chakra and spirals are very important to me. And then my arms were up and outreached and, um, And I thought that was kind of interesting that number one, that I actually envisioned something and number two, that that was it. Mm -hmm. And then she asked me if I could say anything to my arm to help it heal, what would I say? And it wasn't very nice what I thought of. I can't (laughs) say it on the air. And she told me that perhaps I needed to be a little more gentle. A little more compassionate. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Another good lesson in life. (laughs) Compassion toward yourself. Yes. Yes. So she told me what she saw was that my body was trying to move forward, but my arm was stuck in concrete and not allowing me to move forward. Mm -hmm. So what would I say? to release my arm so that I could move forward. Mm-hmm. Well, this is, I think, profound in the in what I'm doing, purging all my stuff in my old studio, letting go of a lot of stuff, moving to a new space, moving to a new uh, idea of life and slowing down and com- compacting things. And uh, so I decided what I could say to my arm was, I am willing when you are ready. That could give me myself compassion, time if I needed it, but the acknowledgement that I am ready, I just need to acknowledge that Mm -hmm. in many different ways. Mm -hmm. And so. I left that session when, number one, I had another vision that my arms then in that in that true picture of myself where my arms were up and out reached, I had another vision where my arms were down and softly reaching out. And instead of saying with my arms reached up and out, here I am, I'm saying, here I am. And it was that shift uh-huh. that when I left the office and I got in my car and I'm about two blocks away and I just burst into tears and all I could think of what I think of was, I am so tired of holding on. Uh-huh. I'm so tired of holding on. And I immediately felt a physical release in that muscle. Now it still hurts. And I lived with black, that black. Uh, sports tape on my you oh, uh-huh. arm for like 10 days because I was afraid to take it off, it might fall apart. And, and it really but it really made me think that you can I can get so excited about a new possibility, but you it's hard to let go of that past too and move forward quickly. Without acknowledging that past Uh and telling that past, I'm ready. You know, you have to be willing to let me go now. So, um, so all good lessons, Uh lots of physical stuff. And Uh then watching as I'm purging things from the office, because I've been up there 10 years at my space and I have accumulated a lot Uh in 10 years and I've decorated it. To create a, a very serene setting, uh-huh. and every piece that I've put in there was carefully selected. Uh-huh. And now I'm letting all of that go and watching it, you know, go out the door, literally. And part of that is feels really good, uh-huh. you know. And then part of it goes, oh, but I really like that stuff. Uh-huh. So it's uh, and then it, it hit me just the other day. But I have a whole new space to to make as serene as I want uh-huh. with some, some of those old pieces, right? So the and ones new pieces that too, are good fit for where you are now and yeah, go with yeah. You. And, and some jobs. that really mean a lot, uh-huh. like a, I have a painting that uh, my friend Diana Dunkley gave me years and years ago. Uh-huh. I have a, a a beautiful photograph that my friend Michael Adams gave me years and years ago. I have another painting on a beautiful piece of silk that a friend gave me that is now gone. So I have those things and I'm really kind of building my space around me Uh in accordance with those particular pieces. Uh So it's really, it's fun, but boy, it's been a really emotional month figuring all this stuff out. And it seems so simple, but it's not when your body doesn't want you to do that. Yeah. You know, what doesn't, did not caught up with your mind. Yeah. 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 It's fascinating
0: to me. And, you know, to start the show talking about that, that connection with art and absolutely you know, describing, you know, I don't know those pieces of art that you're talking about, but I know how much I'm affected by things. I remember yeah. when I was uh, using acupuncture from Jason Hamm at Blue at one point he had a massage therapist who was using a room in his space. And for some whatever, we had to use that person's room. And I said, I, Jason, I don't I don't ever want to be in this room again.
1: This stuff that was on
0: the wall was so discordant to me. It was so intense in a in a negative kind of a way. Interesting. Way. I mean I had and he said, you know, honestly I feel this way. <laughs> It's like this yeah this person isn't going to be your reference like, that's good I don't want to be in this room
1: Wow isn't that interesting <laughs> Yeah you' you're the space you you have to create a space that is is comforting to you and serene to you yeah. and um, or makes you happy yeah makes you just want to be in that yes. space yes The other thing about this move is that I have been in control. Uh of this space that I'm in Uh for 10 years, Uh even though there's other people up there. I'm the one that's there most often. I'm Uh the one that takes care of all the business of being up there Uh and I'm the one that decorated it. So I'm, it's my space to me and other people use it. Yeah. And, um, now I'm going to be in somebody else's space, Uh which is an entirely different shift for me. Uh, And I'm not in control, right? You know, I can, I'm in control of that one little room, but nothing else is that room. Cause you mentioned that somebody else is going to be moving into. Yeah. Are you two sharing that room? No, as it turns out okay. she had two. Oh, good. And, uh, and we decided, we all three decided that we each should, or she and I should have, different space. Uh-huh. So I have this ginormous room. I've been in a room that's seven by 11 for 10 years. Uh-huh. I mean, it's small and now it's 11 and a half by 11 and a half. And I'm going, wow. But that, you know, it just opens up all yeah. kinds of possibilities Lovely. and to share it with, you know, two women that I just really like,
0: yeah, that's
1: going to be nice. Sure, very cool.
0: And being right there with Pines, yeah, growing wonderful I stuff know. right next to you.
1: I year, know. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, a
1: great. I think. And I've known Jerry since you know we were teenagers. Huh. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah,
0: I want to ask you about the letting go thing, of things that are important to you, because I think <laughs> this is a challenge for all of us. That that things that we really value, there's, there's, and and I will say for me that's one of my stuck points is that. Things that are important to me or that were important, to this, these things that were, um, these geodes and, and other kinds of things mm-hmm. that were something that my mom adored, she loved, she collected a variety of things, you know, and so I don't want to just drop them off at, you know, X the, the yeah. and see if they use them or whether they throw them in the trash.
1: Yeah, I don't.
0: Have a need for what's the most money? I that's not what it's
1: been. right. But I would like
0: somebody who would enjoy them. You know? Yeah. How have you managed that in the things that you're getting, getting passing on? Yeah. That from your
1: space. Well, it's been interesting because some of the obvious ones, like big pieces of furniture, I've sold online, and even though I really enjoy them, you know, they're it's just furniture. Uh-huh. Um, some of my little knickknacks around. Um, some of them are, they're very interesting. So they've gone pretty quickly, uh-huh. but others, how's how they gone? Uh, online. I've got, I've okay. sold them online, yeah. but then I'm now, now I'm down to the things like trash cans and, you know, but again, there's some interesting items. And so I was talking to, um, a, a networking group that I'm in and they said, well, put them on our Facebook page. I want to see what's there. And, they've every one of them have said, Oh, I want this. I want that. I want this. And I'm just giving it to them Uh because I don't care. Again, it doesn't matter to me about the money. Yeah. Sometimes I think that there is an integrity in actually having someone pay for something. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a side, side story. I was selling my calendar and this young woman just couldn't decide, couldn't decide, couldn't decide. And, she's a good enough friend. I could have just given it to her, Mm -hmm. but there was a, there was a, 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 it needed to be, I needed her to step up and have integrity and pay for it. Mm -hmm. So I sold it to her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I sold it to her at a deep discount, Mm -hmm. but I made her pay me for it. Mm -hmm. There are things like that, that when you're selling online, if it has a value, I think you need to get money. Mm -hmm. But then, then there were some things that, I would have sold to somebody online, but a friend said, Hey, I I would like that. Well then just take it because Mm -hmm. it makes me feel good to let Mm -hmm. you have it. Mm -hmm. And, and when we get down to the stuff that nobody wants, it will go to the restore. It will go to penthouse. Mm -hmm. It will go to those places, Catholic charities that I know give it away or are sell it for something that then
0: right like it's social service leave right that gets sold help by eyeglasses or shoes yes exactly yeah.
1: restore you can build a house uh-huh. you know the, uh-huh. for the habitat for uh-huh. humanity so yeah so to go those kind of places uh-huh. I will very few but it's interesting like I was going through my food pantry there I had a little bitty food pantry uh-huh. you yeah. know a lot of that stuff I just threw away Uh because even though it, you know, it's been opened or something, but you know, and recycled the boxes and stuff. So there's intention with everything I'm doing Uh and it's, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I I can't imagine doing this with my house again, but, but it kind of inspires me to do that. But you've mentioned that you
0: all, you and, and Daniel moved into a small home and so you've been really conscious about the yes. Of yeah. That are yeah. You, you uh
1: huh. Yeah, and even though I go shopping, my what I usually do is I take two or three things off of the hanger, off of hangers, and give it away because if I haven't worn it in the last year, I'm probably not going to. Mm-hmm. I may go two years with some things, but mm-hmm. uh, and then you know I fill that void. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Now there are things. And I know people have struggle with this, especially when they have antiques and kids don't want antiques. Mm-hmm. You know, people pass them down to us, but then who are we going to pass them down to? That one's hard. And I think at, at some point you just have to give it away to whoever you think will, will like it or use it. But it, I like letting go of stuff. Uh-huh. I don't mind it at all. Yet you also qualify that you
0: also like replenishing. <laughs> I, do. I do. I don't like replenishing. I, I just, I just like getting rid of things. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I have a close habit. <laughs> but you also are somebody who's a thrift store, and yes, I understand yeah. this organization called hundred good women. Oh yeah. Want
1: yeah, to say anything about that as long as yeah.
0: we're talking about replenishing and,
1: and, purging, I am and purging. purging? Yeah, I'm already. Uh, planning on that April 15th um, from one to three. I think it's three. um, The 100 good women's annual clothing exchange is happening out at crown Toyota again. And um, it's a fabulous premise. So you (laughs) purge your clothes, those things that you would give to a girlfriend um, no, uh, no children's clothes. It's, it's male and female clothing, adult, adult clothing. um, preteen kind of, but no children's. Um, and you donate those items to 100 good women that day. You can't take them. They can't take them before that. So at one o'clock, it's a madhouse at crown Toyota with people coming in with armloads loads and van loads of clothes. Wow. And they disperse it all, hang it up on racks, and you can go buy anything for a dollar a piece. It's amazing what you can get for a buck. Yeah. And you can drink wine and eat chocolate while you're doing it. It's the perfect thing. It's the perfect (laughs) thing. And for two hours, it's absolutely mayhem. Uh And then uh, they take all the leftover clothes and donate half of it to Penthouse and have it. Half of it to social service. League. Lovely. Yeah, and they need volunteers. So uh, you can go to uh, hundredgoodwomen hundredgoodwomen sure dot org. Yeah. yeah. One zero zero goodwomenorg dot org. On Facebook, there's a website. I yeah. Tell you that and know that how to future. volunteer yeah. for that too, because well. when you volunteer, you get first pick. <laughs> You see things come in, you snatch them, but it's great. I have several friends that their rule is they don't take home any more than they, than they take Uh or less. Uh So um, I don't have that rule, (laughs) but I I typically take home a lot less than I take out there to volunteer, to donate. So it's way fun. It's way fun. Interesting. we and just did it with the accessories we so we had we split off accessories because we kept getting way too many accessories and it, it it did it didn't mesh well interestingly enough with the clothing and so we started an accessories exchange and that was two weeks ago i think typically they made oh eight hundred, nine hundred 800 900 dollars at the accessories exchange and the clothing exchange would make a couple thousand. And they use that money then to buy gas and grocery cards to give out to people who need gas and grocery cards. Uh And at the accessories exchange, they made $2,000 on $1 $1 items. (laughs) It was again, and it was from one to three. That's a lot of stuff in, uh, in two hours. Yeah. So,
0: so that reminder that you can get things that you don't need to somebody else in a way that yeah. also
1: benefits, benefits others. In the community. Yeah. Yeah, and fun. Yeah. And it's fun.
0: Well, fun depends on what your level of Well, that's true not
1: is. <laughs> not, not a, I will tell you the clothing exchange can be a little overwhelming for me sometimes. <laughs> That's why I like to work the front desk. Then I don't have to shop. I can just see things as they come in. Yeah, or I serve the wine. One of the two.
0: (laughs) So so do the things that work well for you, including pushing yourself sometimes to do things that you don't think you could do. There's
1: that part. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, you know. I I always think that if you're stuck in something. Uh, Uh, we talked about being stuck. You can use a writing prompt or you can do something like that. Another way is to clean out a drawer Uh or a cupboard or a closet. And once you start moving stuff, if stuff, if everything is energy, if you're moving that stuff, you're moving energy around, things open up for you. So cleaning out a drawer and getting rid of stuff that no longer serves you. And it may mean throwing it away, or it may mean putting a little bag of toiletries together and giving it to Willow, you know, something like that, then something else is going to fill that void. And it may be, it it probably will be, it doesn't doesn't have to be be stuff. It can be, it can be more energy. It can get you unstuck from whatever you're stuck in and Propel you forward. <laughs> One of the things I I purged at the studio was two boxes of office supplies. I'm kind of an office supply bore, <laughs> and I took two boxes of stuff down to Willow because what oh, do I lovely. what do I need office supplies for? I, I I'm not going to be doing a lot of the stuff that I've been doing for the last uh-huh. ten years. So
0: again, it's somebody who can really use it. Exactly. Yeah.
1: You know, everybody yeah. likes pens and paper and notebooks and stuff. Uh-huh. Well, not everybody, but uh, everybody I know.
0: (laughs) I like this. Yeah. So, people, you've gotten a nudge about how you might consider making decisions that work really well. Yeah. It's a challenge and an opportunity there.
1: It is. Purge. (laughs) My word for one of my many words for 2018. And, and you use it
0: in the way of getting rid of excess belongings. Yes. Things that no longer be, serve you. We got to be clear. We're not talking about vomiting. No. <laughs> it's
1: an energetic vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am removing things that no longer serve me. <laughs>
0: we are talking about tangible yeah.
1: things. Well, it could Probably. be people. Yeah, well, it could be people. I've done that too.
0: And then we need to clarify, serve me. Sometimes
1: yeah.
0: Like, what is, what is that yeah. <laughs> we want our relationships to be mutually beneficial. There you go. And when they aren't, then look at
1: that. Yes. Can we make- Reciprocity.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's one of those things that for me has been that, that long-term difference between my circle of friends and people who I work with to be helpful to. Yeah. You know, that, that those are two very different things. I don't expect, I don't want reciprocity of you support me. I support you. With somebody. Exactly. Help. Um, I don't want a friend. I, I can't be a friend to somebody who is really wanting me to give energy all the time? Yes, but not replenishing my energy.
1: absolutely. You know, yeah. so there's a uh, delicate balance people, there. Yeah, you know, and
0: we all get in hard places at times. But but I need to be careful about who is my friend versus you know, who uh, involved with it some other way.
1: Yep, and that's, it's and true. It's true for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Uh I'm fortunate in that what I do for a living, uh, the clients that come back on a regular basis have become my friends. Mm-hmm. And there is reciprocity. It's it's interesting. Yeah. I everybody has come out of the woodwork to say, you know, can I help you move? Well, no, I have like ten things really by the end <laughs> of, by the end of the day, I have ten things to move. The rest of the That's stuff. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So Uh, That's what my purging is all about Uh is getting down, getting everything in a truck. Um, But it's, that's a real gift to have people that you like in your day, every day Uh when you're working, Uh that's, that's playing. That's not work. (laughs) That's play to me.
0: And, and I love that, that you get to be very intentional about how you set up your space yeah, this shared house that is yeah. a space for several different businesses, that, that yeah. and such. And then the massage therapist and you, so three different um, business activities going on.
1: Well, I get, get to, to new learn new stuff because I, you know, I'll be using a new skincare line too, uh-huh. and in conjunction with the stuff I already use, and that to me is interesting. And I've even thought, you know, I wonder if I could get her to make a scrub or make uh-huh. a, you know, so. Maybe we'll do some um, work together with that stuff too. So that's, that's exciting. Even though I'm not going to be marketing myself because I moved toward retirement, I'll be marketing her, which is Uh fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So, and other creative things you do include the goddess circle. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've had, now I did, I had to cancel February Another good lesson, (laughs) compassion for yourself and listen to yourself and take care of yourself. I was feeling at one point very overwhelmed and I really booked myself heavily. So I canceled February's Goddess Circle Uh because I figured that was only affecting me and my schedule mostly. Everybody else was coming to it because they wanted to, not because they felt they had to. It wasn't a class or anything like that. Um, So we canceled that in February. And it would have been a great circle because we were going to talk about the goddess Venus and uh, because it was February 14th. And uh, but uh, we'll continue that in March. So March 14th is my goddess circle. And that's in North Lawrence. And I have a Facebook page called the goddess within, Mm -hmm. and you can go there, join up and, and learn more about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But we will be, um, I'm not even sure what we're going to be discussing in March, but perhaps the Ides of March (laughs) um, (laughs) since it will be so very close. Um, And then soul salon is another little project I have going with Nan Leffingwell. And we had, um, We had our February soul salon and it was, it was fascinating. We talked about self-care, self-love and how do you practice it? Self-love. The title was self-love. It's more than bubble baths (laughs) (laughs) because sometimes you really do have to step outside that box and yeah, massage and getting a pedicure and taking a bubble bath is lovely and very nurturing, but sometimes you have to do something more. Maybe you have to, Take a new class, join a networking group, um, move your studio, (laughs) Um, step away from the technology, step away from the technology, do those kind of things so that you can replenish yourself, but also propel yourself forward Uh and not just get so relaxed to stay there. Uh So that was a good, it was a good topic. Nice. Yeah. And we'll we'll be doing that um, the third Thursday of every month. And this month, we will be meeting at the um, Jade Gardens private room. <laughs> That's it's funny. so much fun. It's a perfect place. It's just hysterical. <laughs> we have a great time. <laughs> so, yeah, I, have a, I would love to see... You new people come to that because Uh it is raucous and Uh it's, and we break up into little groups and discuss the topic for a little bit. Sometimes we have exercises. Sometimes we, you know, have some sort of participation thing. So it's very different and very fun. Uh
0: So that reminder that it's good, it's good to interact with people and bounce ideas around. Absolutely. Kind of Mm -hmm. another way of getting unstuck Mm -hmm. is to hear how somebody else Yes. about something.
1: Yes. Like, oh, that's very yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, it's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, and it's an interesting and very diverse group of women. Uh-huh. So,
0: so do good things that propel you forward. Yeah. is Isn't
1: that nice? That.
0: Yeah. I like pro-
1: propulsion. Propel. <laughs> the the- propulsion?
0: Propulsion. <laughs> interesting terms that get... There's purging and there's propulsion. And you need to be, be careful about yeah. I was, you know one what, must wh-
1: purge to propel.
0: <laughs> one of the things that that I that I do so enjoy is is this podcast and different people that I talk to. And and uh, the, a couple days ago, I was talking with a man named Alex Johnston, who's a poet in New York, and interesting story. But he and I have in common. Looking at words and and kind of the different meanings and finding humor, and he was he mentioned this example which cracked me up, where somebody had had said something to him in a message about um, recovering a stool, and he said his his <laughs> mind went to dog poop, <laughs> <laughs> and he had to be prompted to go. We're talking about putting new fabric. In here. <laughs>
1: mine would have gone to plunging the toilet. It ha- happens at my house quite a bit.
0: <laughs> so, so there's that, and you know, and I and I've been thinking a lot about about things that that do bring joy in terms of activities that I do. You know? When do I laugh? You know, the
1: yeah, most, what kinds
0: of things bring that on. And I encourage people to look at that. You know, what what are those things? Mm-hmm. What are those things that you? need to do more of because they really are good for you. Yeah. You know, and, and the, the better we feel, the better we are for ourselves and, and out in the world. And there's a lot of need for all of us out in the world doing goodness. So, no kidding. You know, um, you that, that helps you do that.
1: I have a friend who for the last couple of years has been the captain of fun What other titles have we given her? We've given her several titles, but she she's she always whenever we're around her, it's fun. You know, she just has that kind of of uh, attitude. And she always wanted to be she wanted to know how to make money. Right. Uh Having fun, Uh creating fun. She's doing workshops on how to have fun. Cool. Yeah. So she's had one, and now she's having an overnight workshop at a uh, our friends' um, place in Overbrook. The uh, oh, the wellness center, the Fairview Wellness Center in Overbrook, um, and then she's got another um, one day, one afternoon workshop coming up, and. It's sold out That's great. because people need to know how to have fun. You know, we get lost sometimes doing our things so seriously and we, we forget, you know, how to create uh, fun. That's important. That's important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm also thinking about, as, as I mentioned, things
0: that, that really bring joy to me. And I was, I was struck, I think it was yesterday in part because as I was glancing at Facebook, I saw a post from a friend who um, who's very upfront about her personal life and does an amazing national project and all this stuff and 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 her post was basically what's with you therapist getting so excited about people crying in sessions? <laughs> you know? so, so there must have been something she needed to get out and that she got praise for and I was thinking about that because I was I had sort of the, the opposite um, experience that was so lovely for me was with two of the people who, who I work with. I, I had them both talking about some things that had been going on and what I was hearing is you are handling this so much better than you had in the past. Yeah, that brings me such joy. Isn't that lovely? You know? And mm-hmm. sometimes we don't realize that about ourselves. Yeah. And so I was, you know, I make a point of saying that to somebody. You know, I might say, "Do you, did did you hear what you just said about how you yeah. did that? Like, what do you
1: mean? Yeah.
0: How would you have dealt with that? Yeah. You know, a year ago.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: It's like, you need to be super proud of yourself for working so
1: that, hard. Yes. that yeah. And that just happened to me with, uh, I have a, a coaching client and we've been working together for a year uh-huh. and a year ago, she was in total angst all the time. Uh-huh. And this time she came in and we were talking about the same kind of the, the things over and over and over again. But this time it was like, Oh yeah, well that's working out. And I'm going, You wouldn't have said that a year ago. You would have been totally in that. That's wonderful. And when I was in my total um, breakdown that one day where I'm driving around crying, my friend Sam said to me, yeah, just think about that. It only took you a few hours. You know, three years ago, that would have taken you weeks. And I said, you're right. Good point. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Always learning. And then in a different way that, that, again, gets
0: back to my social work practice, that talking to somebody who's, who's had this sense of stuff that it's not okay to talk about. Yes. Um, this We often, and I, I had a really powerful conversation with a friend in Washington State this week too that, that related to that, and I said, you know, something that I think about a lot is and. And not but.
1: Yes. and
0: not or. I don't have to choose. Mm-hmm. I can have a lot of things. I yes. And reactions. It's so business, important to listen. Yes. I can love you and I can be pissed as hell at you because you just did this thing. Mm-hmm. And I still love you. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. so in talking with somebody, you know, there's like there's, you know, this all this stuff and I, you know, I can't say it. And I said, let's try this. I'm going to set my timer. You get five minutes. You get to say whatever you want to say about those things. And man, this just, it was a whole, and I said, so, so, okay, and I, and I told her, you know, 30 seconds left, and then it's time out, worked out perfectly, I said, okay, you know, so what was that like, because yeah. you have been so afraid to say these things out loud, what was that like to do that, and, and she could speak to the relief, you know, yeah, that it really was okay, and it was like, that was taking the stopper out of the bottle, it, it reminds me of, you know, your energy work around your arm because what she really needs to do is have part of that conversation with somebody in her life, you know? And-, and Oh, when you it, don't speak
1: opportunity. your yeah. truth. Yeah. That's yeah. a big one.
0: And so I want I want people to be thinking about that. You know, as, as Jenny and I talk, we, we throw out a lot of things a lot of times, you know, we're, we're always telling stories from our personal experiences. Not because we're egotistical, but because it maybe it gets you
1: thinking about something, oh
0: exactly, that in a different way, and opens up a door for you that hasn't been opened, and so um, with that, i wanna you know I want remind people, you know, Jenny said some things about the work that she does, the work that I do includes this podcast, which I love, but that's this I do it because I love it, I don't do it because I earn money off of it, and I want people to go to pod and follow this podcast. I want people to say, Hey, I'd be a great guest or I know somebody who'd be a great guest yes. who fits with the theme of art and mental health, that intersection. Um, the talk with me page on Facebook makes it easy to know where the shows end up residing. So think about that. And the other part is I am a social worker in mental health, you know, and that's really important to me because I end up, doing things in a different way and with people uh, who maybe wouldn't have the opportunity to do the work. Um, and, and I think that's, it's really important. I get into conversations with other people um, who, who do therapy kinds of work and you know I don't believe in a 45 minute hour, so you have 15 minutes for as a clinician to be able to document. I don't think 45 is a magic number of minutes. I don't think, you know, there are a lot of things that, <laughs> that I don't think, like other people do think, you know, that I think we need to be flexible.
1: Absolutely. I think we need to
0: have our work informed by, you know, being, having information that tells us this might be helpful. I'm not, I'm not about, you know, like, I'll just do this because I want to see how to fix you. you know? <laughs> but but um, no. I think it's really important and, and there aren't enough people who do things in flexible ways, my impression. Because a lot of times people are so locked into, I must work at this place. And this place has these rules. And this place demands that I do things in this way. Um, you know, I, that doesn't mean it's the best way for that person. Absolutely. So, so you know, look for me. I am Marsha Epstein. If there's something that that you need that you don't know where to get, I mean, my thing uh. is you know, let's figure out who can help you, how, what will help you. Right.
1: And if you it, can't help, you can help by referral. Yes. Or absolutely. suggestion for other. Yeah. Be, yeah. That's really or you important. can help them directly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. And I'm, I'm all about people getting what they
1: need. What we all need
0: to be here for.
1: Yes. So. Indeed. Cool stuff. And we need to laugh every day. Absolutely. Yes. Times. <laughs> multiple times. Because that really is a, a, a release that somebody said. They're taking a brain, some sort of brainwave class. Uh And they said, when you laugh, you can't, you can do nothing else but laugh. Your Uh brain can't think of anything else. For that moment of laughter, Uh you cannot dwell on anything else but that laughter. Yeah. So for those tech people, that's kind of like you're rebooting your system. Exactly. (laughs) Unplug it and plug it back in. (laughs) It'll work. It makes
0: a huge difference. It doesn't mean deny what else is going on. No. And when you can find the humor in something too, it really helps you. Yeah, it.
1: absolutely. Yeah. Well,
0: Jenny, you have given a great course on decision-making, self <laughs> compassion. I like it. I like it. And, and, and I want to get back to, we mentioned that, you know, the art we surround ourselves with. Absolutely. Is also something that's really important. Very important to me. And slowing down and creating art, like, Taking a photograph, you know, mm-hmm. where you're really paying attention in that moment to that mm-hmm. thing. That's mm-hmm. a good thing, too. So mm-hmm. It is. Right. Go look in
1: your backyard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> thank Jenny. you, Marsha. Always fun. Thank you, Daniel Smith, for producing this show.
0: And next episodes of Talk With Me, most of those podcasts and what's coming up are going to be with artists all over, which is really cool. So long.